One of the strangest things this pandemic has brought many of us is an unbelievable amount of free time. For many of us who aren't used to all this time on our hands with nothing to do, it's been difficult to know what to do to feel purposeful. Not that we haven't tried. It seems like everybody and their mother picked up some sort of new, sort of random hobby during these last couple months to pass the time. For some it's been baking. I've seen far more Instagram story posts of bread making these past five months than I have in my entire life. I have friends who've gotten really into sewing or crochet. Personally, I wish I had these skills because maybe I would have shopped less. And for myself and Anna Mendez, a sign language interpreter and writer from Berkeley, California, jigsaw puzzles became the quarantine hobby slash obsession. And certainly we're not alone. Anybody who tried to buy a puzzle during lockdown knows just how quickly they were being grabbed off the shelves. I interviewed Anna about her puzzling and the role it's played during the last five months of quarantine. It was hard in the beginning because I didn't have courts to go interpret for deaf people in, and I didn't have restaurants, and the magazines I wrote for were all, like, suspended, too. So I felt really kind of purposeless. And what I felt was like, usually I'm contributing something to the world. I'm doing something that helps somebody in some way. And I couldn't do that. Anna said that it was mostly by happenstance that jigsaw puzzles even became her quarantine hobby. There's a street near my house that has, you know, little shops. Most of the shops were all closed, but there was one store that was open. And it's this, like, old-fashioned stationery store, but they had mailboxes. And so it happened to be open, and I was like, oh, my God, a store. I can go in a store. And they have all kinds of art supplies and stationary and they happen to have jigsaw puzzles and I was like whoa you know I haven't even thought about doing that but I think it's sort of come to this now I did jigsaw puzzles when I was a child I think the last time I did one I was like 20 maybe and I'm in my 60s now so I haven't done a jigsaw puzzle for all those years and then the minute I took it home and the moment I opened the box and and spilled out the pieces and instinctively started looking for the straight edges, I noticed that I relaxed and I started breathing. I just do jigsaw puzzles to calm down, to breathe, to concentrate. And then, even though jigsaw puzzles began as an individual hobby, another unexpected twist made them a social one as well. I have a friend named Nikki. Now, Nikki and I, she lives like five miles away, but we haven't seen each other for a couple years, maybe. And when I posted my first that I started, I said, well, it's come to this. And the same day or the next day, she posted, I guess it's time to do jigsaw puzzles. And because we both did it, I don't know if you had enough at home, but I didn't have any. And the stores ran out. So I contacted her. I said, oh, it's so cool that we're both doing jigsaw puzzles, you know. When I'm finished with this, you could borrow it. So we started this thing of sharing our jigsaw puzzles. We used to drop them off at each other's, you know, front porch. But that was to have, like, a jigsaw buddy who we have the same taste, we like the same things. So that was actually one of hers, the Warhol one. The puzzle Anna is mentioning is the one that initially drew me to her Instagram account when I was looking for puzzle heads to interview. It's of a beautiful painting of Warhols of four bright, vividly colored flowers. Red, bright blue, yellow orange, and hot pink. The caption though, rather than the puzzle itself, is what most interested me. It read, thank you Jigsaw Puzzles for reminding me that what seems impossible is doable, one piece at a time. 
I've learned valuable life lessons from you during, as Andy Warhol said, the little times you don't think are anything while they're happening. Did you have the quarantine in mind when you wrote that? Yeah, because I feel like I've gotten so much from puzzles, not just the breathing and that's and the focusing, but all these life lessons. I mean, how every problem, you know, you don't always approach it the same way and things that look impossible, you can do it one step at a time. My personal favorite type of puzzle over quarantine were ones of coastal landscapes, scenic pictures of the coast of Italy or Spain or wherever I could find, because they always have a lot of sky or ocean pieces. And as bizarre as it sounds, I actually really enjoy having to sort each shade of blue piece and figure out where the variations belong. It usually takes forever, but it's kind of rewarding because your eyes slowly get used to it. And all of a sudden it seems so clear that that piece is not sky blue. It's right by the edge of the shore ocean blue or right in the middle of the ocean blue or just the edge of the sky blue. Oh my God, look, I think this is part of the sky already. Sometimes you think, oh my God, it's all sky. But then you see there's like light pinkish blue sky and there's purplish blue and there's you see so much you learn i feel like i learn and i learn to see and i learn to see details one thing i realized was how much doing jigsaw puzzles made me slow down pay attention and look closer when usually my immediate instinct is to find the most efficient solution for things the thing about puzzles is that it's a slow process you can't really speed it up you have to be patient Sometimes you really have to squint your eyes and concentrate to fully see each piece and understand how it fits with the others. And I realized that this practice at patience, this lesson that not everything has an easy, quick solution, felt really relevant to me in how I was feeling during the pandemic. Maybe it's a stretched metaphor. When I sat down to do each puzzle, poured out all the pieces and felt miserably that it would never be complete, never be finished, and then watched it slowly but surely come together and be over with, it felt like a sigh of relief. Difficult things end. Things that seem impossible can be solved. A deadly virus is obviously much more complicated than a thousand or so pieces of cardboard. But I think I subconsciously felt real comfort over the fact that the virus too was a problem that was slowly and steadily getting studied, solved, taken care of.